Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional Scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. This is professional Scrum trainer, Todd Miller. Todd, say howdy do. Hello. I'm wondering if my dog is going to show up for this one again. I hope so. I hope. <laughs> All right, we've got a fun one today, Todd. This is a question, another great question. So if you leave a question down in the, where am I going over here? Somewhere over there, down in the comments below, uh, we're gonna we're gonna probably pull it up into a video. What if the whole time the comments were up? Oh yeah, maybe they're up. Maybe <laughs> like, they're down. Really confused. Yeah. I think they where, are down. Though. Wherever you can comment, leave us a comment, and uh, it's probably gonna turn into a video. So today's question came in from a a viewer: What does a scrum master do with a quiet team? Yeah. What do you think there, Todd? Yeah, so this person was just saying they have a team that's very quiet. They do not like to collaborate or help solve issues together and asked if we had any advice. Uh, to start with, I would say, do you really have a team? And we like to talk a lot about how there's a major difference uh, between a group of people that are cooperating, which is just a group of people cooperating with each other, which that sounds like in this instance, that, but it's just a group of people cooperating as compared to a group of people collaborating, which that, that's a team to me. A group of people collaborating towards a common objective is a, is a team, not a group of cooperating people that are like, here's a, you're, you're on this team, just work on your own separate thing and then have come to some scrum events, right? So right. I would question that. Is your team a cooperating team, which isn't really a team in our eyes, or are they collaborating? You know, I always like, uh, and this this is going to make Todd cringe, cringe a little bit. I always like talking about the 90s Chicago Bulls when I think of a team, the Michael Jordan era. Here we go again. And you know, it's interesting. I saw something online the other day. A reporter asked Jordan, does he, did Michael Jordan, does he think that the that his, you know, legacy Bulls team, does he think that they could beat LeBron's Lakers? And he said, yeah, definitely. And the reporter said, well, by how much? And Jordan was like, eh, two or three points. The reporter's like, well, wait a minute. Why would it be so close? And Jordan was like, well, look, most of us are, are in, we're in our 60s now. It'd be a little closer than it would have been. 
thought it was a great comment. I thought it was a great interview from Jordan where he's like, yeah, we could beat them today. It would just be by two or three points. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty funny. They were a team. <laughs> but when, so what do I always go to when we have this conversation? Because we've talked about this a lot. What, what's my response? I don't 2017, know. 2017, 2018 Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl yeah. champions. Right now it's, you can't really talk about them that much right now because they're. But, I, but whichever team you like, for me, it, it could be the '90s Chicago Bulls. For Todd, it's the 2017 Eagles. It could be the 2016 Chicago Cubs. There's magic. There's like lightning in a bottle with these. They just come together. The coaching is on point. Uh, the the general management is on point. The teammates are getting along. They all fulfill their role. That's a team. What we find a lot of the time when the when our scrum teams are struggling. Like Todd said, it's just a group of people expected to cooperate. They take their own work. They go to their own corners. They come back at the end. They pray it integrates. They're having too many problems. Who would have thought that a a, a team, a, a group of, of cooperating people masquerading as a team, who would have thought that they would have problems, right? right? So check that. Maybe you don't have a team. Uh, another idea here is, and this is something I've never been accused of, maybe <laughs> you're talking too much. Right. So as a scrum master, actually, I, I, you know, maybe on these shows, you think I'm talking too much. Let us know in the comments. Does Ryan say too much or does Todd get an equal say? I'm curious what you all think. But uh, early on, especially in my scrum master career, like I, I, I had someone pull me aside, a good mentor who said, look, man, you're saying way too many things and you're not asking enough questions. Hmm. Right. And so I really had to check myself and make sure that, you know, why is everyone being so quiet? Well, it's because I'm filling up all the space. And so I got to make sure that I'm as a scrum master saying less and listening more and maybe checking yourself there as well. Are you taking up all of the opportunities to speak and collaborate and to discuss? And if you are, say half as much as you normally would and see what happens. And if that doesn't work, say half as much even even then. Keep cutting it until other people fill the space. One of our favorite tricks, facilitation tricks, which is going to go into our last point here, is to ask a question and then stay silent. Mm -hmm. And even if it's a minute of silence, someone will eventually break that silence because it's uncomfortable and then they'll start talking. You just have to be disciplined and patient enough to wait. Right. And that's, that leads into the last point, Todd here. What do you think about If I can, just uh, so I've been accused of the opposite in the past, not talking enough. Um, If you can, if you can believe that, is that possible for you to believe? I like first 10 years of my career, I, was pretty quiet. So maybe, maybe, um, maybe you're not talking enough. It's know. very, very yeah. possible. So yeah, moving on to those next things, facilitation, right? Perhaps you need to, maybe you need to fix or mature your facilitation skills, right? Are you, are you asking this group of people, eight people, uh, that are, are, could be extremely introverted people all to talk in a room of eight people or a room of 10 people or a room of 12 people. I can tell you the smaller the group, the better I am. If I'm having a one-on-one conversation with somebody, even if I don't know that person, I'm better than in a group of four people. And so I think that there's a lot of different facilitation techniques. You and I love one million times over liberating structures. You can go to the website and check those out. Um, but maybe you need to up your facilitation game and get them get them talking in smaller pockets before having them converge together, right? Well, and, and liberating structures, yes, we love them quite a bit. That's not the only game in town. Training from the back right. of the room is a yeah. has a great set of ideas. Uh, learning 3.0 is a great set of ideas. Visual facilitation. Um, visual facilitation. Look, there's plenty of other games in town. Our favorite is liberating structures. You pick your own. 
but perhaps it's time to you know lift your game up a little bit as well and uh, help create the structures that people need to feel comfortable enough to speak, right? And so I think the big message here is how can we as a scrum master own the fact that the team is quiet? And there's a few, we've given three things here that you can consider that you can actually control and change and work on yourself. And so we hope those helped. Let us know in the comments. What have you done when a team's too quiet? Have we hit yeah. the mark? Have we missed it? And is Ryan talking way too much in these videos? Let us know in the <laughs> comments. We'd love to hear it. Also leave us your questions, right? Your questions help drive what's going to happen next on the show. Uh, but it's that time, Todd. We need to show the socials. There we go with my with my baby face there. Baby face Todd back when we were all, uh, oh, it was a different time for sure. But uh, be sure to hit that, that subscribe button. Be sure to hit that like um, so that you know when the next show is going to drop. Uh, the socials are there. We're going to have some videos linked that could help with this topic as well. Look, whatever we can do to help, let us know. Leave it in the comments. Uh, but until next time, which is tomorrow, this is another edition of Your Daily Scrum. Have a great day. Cheers, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.